Do you wish you could make more fun vacation memories with your family every year? I'm Lynn Mettler, aka Go-To Travel Gal. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I help you learn to travel more by spending less and explain how easy it is for your entire family to fly free. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Families Fly Free podcast. I have got a fun one for you today. I really enjoyed putting this one together. So what we're going to talk about today are 15 of my favorite experiences that I've had with my family since we discovered how to fly free. And I put this together for you um, so that you can see the many different types of things that you can do when suddenly airfare is a non-issue. You don't even have to include it in your budget. And I want you to be inspired to think beyond just um, the typical things like heading to the beach or um, heading to a big city and doing a tour, but rather think about some bucket list experiences that you would love to do and consider the ability to put your travel budget now toward these things instead of toward airfare. So um, I had a great time going back through and thinking through all of the amazing things my family has done since 2015. And truly, I tell you, before that point, the only travel that we ever did, as um, even as a married couple, before we had kids, we would go, if our parents paid for us to take a trip, we would... Um, Every so often we would travel to Disney World because at the time we lived in South Carolina and that was driving distance and we loved Disney. And um, let's see, two times my husband and I took a trip, once to celebrate his 40th birthday to New York City and once the two of us to Colorado where we stayed at my dad's condo. Um, and that was it. That was all we had ever done. And so the ability to fly free, suddenly we could now fly six times a year um, around the U.S. and the Caribbean, and we even figured out how to do Europe as well. So the way I'm going to structure this today, I'm going to try very hard not to talk a lot about each one because I'm sure I could go on and on about, about each one, but we're going to build up to number one. So we're going to start at number 15, and then we will work our way up to my very favorite thing that we have done, flying free. So let's get right to it. So number 15 is kayaking the Channel Islands off the coast of California. Never had heard of the Channel Islands, did not know that existed um, until we were planning a trip out to Santa Barbara. And so we were looking at the things to do in the area and there are these very remote islands off the coast of Santa Barbara that are just beautiful. They're very natural. They kind of have the look almost of Ireland um, and you can take kayaking tours out there um, and kayak through sea caves on these islands and see different wildlife, you know, out in the water. So um, so this is something that we ended up doing. Um, we took the ferry, you can take the ferry from Santa Barbara or Ventura um, up to um, to the islands with island packers that's who the ferry operator is and then we took a kayak tour which was about a four three to four hour tour with Santa Barbara Adventure Company but you're kind of out there for the whole day so you um, kayak for a while and then you relax and have lunch and then you can do a hike if you want before you get back on the ferry and head back to the mainland um, but I have to tell you this was so fun and so different um, to be able to be out in the open water, 
kayak in these supernatural islands where there's just nothing out there um, in terms of man-made things. There are some very, very old like wood structures, um, but but really nothing else there. They say it's what the coast of California, you know, looked like before it was all populated. Um, so I highly recommend this. There's also great snorkeling and scuba diving out there as well. Um, it's just a very, and this is a national park actually, Channel Islands National Park. So it's a way to check a national park off of your bucket list. And I do have a whole video about this inside the Families Fly Free membership in our online portal. We have more than 100 videos in there. Um, and in our national park section, I did a whole video explaining um, how you do this and all about these islands and their history and what there is to see and do and camp and hike and all of that good stuff. So that's number 15. All right, number 14, also California related. We really like California because we are from Indiana. I grew up in Kentucky. Um, and so it's just very different for us. Um, so we'd never been to California until we learned how to fly free. And our very first free flight was to San Diego. None of us had been there um, and we absolutely loved it. Um, and there's a whole episode um, again inside the Families Fly Free membership um, all about San Diego and my favorite things to see and do there because we like to go there a lot. But anyway, this one is about San Francisco and it was um, sailing underneath the Golden Gate Bridge. So for me, seeing the Golden Gate Bridge was a definite bucket list item. It truly is stunning. San Francisco itself is beautiful. Um, and so what we found to be unique, we did the typical like take the bus, um, the uh, bus tour across, the big bus tour um, across the bridge and then you get out. It's very, very windy on the side opposite of San Francisco. You take the requisite selfies, etc. But what I found to be more interesting was we took a dinner cruise with Hornblower, Hornblower Cruises um, where you actually got to sail underneath it. And that was really, really amazing. And you got some amazing pictures. You got to see it from a completely different perspective and the fog and, and all of these things. Um, so I highly recommend that. And we all, we always recommend seeing a city from the water if that's an option, because it, it is a completely different perspective of the city than you get on land. And we always enjoy that. So number 13, also related to that, would be sailing around the Statue of Liberty while listening to New York, New York play, um, also with Hornblower Cruises, um, but of course in New York City. And we did this um, on Thanksgiving. So um, I'll talk further down about another bucket list trip in New York City. That was the same trip um, that we did over Thanksgiving, but we took our Thanksgiving dinner. We had it on the boat and, um, actually, you know, got to get close to the Statue of Liberty and super cool to be out and hear, hear New York, New York playing as you're sailing by the Statue of Liberty and just a great thing for kids to see, you know, that's such an American icon and a symbol of freedom. Um, wonderful thing that they may be learning about in school that they can actually see in person. Number 12, also water related, also on a boat, would be um, whale watching and actually swimming with sea turtles in Hawaii. And this would be my most recent um, experience that I've got on the list. So we just returned in April from spring break um, in Maui. And so I've always wanted to go whale watching and I've never had the opportunity to do that. And so we caught the tail end of whale watching season there down in Hawaii. And we saw a lot of whales when we went out on this cruise. So um, they, we got to see their tails. We got to see them breach. Truly was amazing. I could have done that all day long. I could have gone back on many repeat tours. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, 
And then also just swimming with sea turtles. There are sea turtles everywhere in Hawaii, just swimming around the waters. And um, so just off the coast of the, uh, or off the beach of the Hyatt, where we stayed in Kanapali, um, the Hyatt Regency Maui, excellent snorkeling just off the beach there. Um, and we were able to find three or four different sea turtles just in that area. Um, and we were, my um, youngest son particularly just enjoyed swimming along with these turtles, of course, keeping his distance, but um, just, you know, pretty magical to see these big creatures, um, some really big ones, some babies just out there in the wild and to observe them and to swim with them. Um, and the whale watching tour we did was with Pack Whale Eco Adventures, and they were very good, um, really enjoyed their narration, and they did a great job of um, <clears throat> going out and finding the whales, and we even found a pod of like 100 dolphins, which was also amazing, flipping and jumping and spinning in the water, um, really, really cool. All right, number 11 would be experiencing Halloween at Disneyland in California. We love Halloween in my house. It's um, probably our favorite holiday. We go all out with decor um, outside of our house and inside of our house. And we very often will go to Disney, either Disney World or Disneyland in October and experience it both places. But we particularly love Disneyland at, Holly at Halloween. They really do it up right there. And especially the Haunted Mansion is incredible at Disneyland. If you like Disney, if you like Halloween, you have got to go out there and see what they do. They completely redo the whole ride. They do it as the nightmare before Christmas. And it is, I can't imagine how much time it takes them to redo the whole mansion and the whole ride um, just for this. And it lasts from um, like October through December because, because it's nightmare before Christmas. You can include, it works for Halloween and Christmas. So you can see it during that whole period. Um, but it's super fun and it's done to the nines as Disney does everything definitely worth experiencing and we also love Cars Land out there at Halloween too is stunning they have so many amazing decorations and lights it just really puts you in the fall Halloween spirit okay um, number 10 um, is swimming with stingrays in Grand Cayman um, and we did this with Red Sail Sports um, in Grand Cayman, and they take you out on a boat to this area called Stingray City, which before we actually went there, I literally thought was an amusement park. It's not. It's just an area of the ocean that they call Stingray City. Um, it sounds like an amusement park. But anyway, so there's this area where the stingrays know that they um, will be fed if they come at certain times a day because boats gather there with all these tourists that want to see the stingrays. And so they just sort of have been trained to come to this area. And they are used to humans. They just, they just swim underneath your feet. You're out walking around. They're swimming everywhere. And like these... Um, tour guides they know how to get the stingrays to actually come up on their hands um, and then you ha can have your picture taken sort of next to the stingray um, so again very unique experience if you have kids that um, or grandkids who love animals like again so amazing to actually experience these creatures out in the wild in person yourself instead of at a zoo or you know behind um, you know, some sort of artificial uh, environment, you're actually seeing them in the wild, um, how they really act um, out in nature. 
and we loved Grand Cayman as a whole. And actually this month, um, Inside of Families Fly Free, our theme is beach destinations. And so um, as always, every week inside the membership, we have a live webinar for members um, and it's based on the theme of the month. So um, so this month is again theme beach destinations and I'm gonna be doing a webinar on Grand Cayman coming up and I will tell you um, all the things there are to see and do there, how to save, there's a lot of free stuff to do there is what I liked about it. And of course it's gorgeous. And I will tell you about some of the hotels there and some of the, we ate at some excellent restaurants too that are very kid friendly. So I will share those also. So um, not too late to join and be able to attend that live and everything is also recorded um, for later viewing if you were to join at a later time. All right, number nine, is a biggie, um, and this is attending Comic-Con in San Diego. So my husband especially had always wanted to go to Comic-Con. That was on his bucket list for sure. And so in 2017, I think it was, we were able to make that a reality um, because we could fly free there and we were able to put our budget toward um, hotels and getting the tickets um, because it is you really can't uh, use points to book hotels during Comic-Con because it's so busy there. You're lucky if you can even pay for a room. Um, so you have to you have to get in a lottery to even get a hotel room which we did um, and there's a whole process about actually getting tickets to attend this also um, and so you definitely would want to learn more about that if you want to try to go to comic-con but this definitely was a one-of-a-kind experience nothing like it um, there are so many famous people there um, on panels talking about their shows our kids enjoyed it because there was a lot of um, you know cartoon more adult I shouldn't say adult, but, you know, um, more of interest to like young teens and teens, those kind of cartoons um, that that were there, like the creators of those and the voices of those. And then a lot of the comedy shows that my husband and I like. There's a lot of superhero stuff, which my kids really enjoyed. Um, and then just seeing all the people there dressed in all these, you know, crazy costumes was super entertaining and interesting. Um, and then, of course, you're in San Diego and it's very lively and it's full of people and it's um it's just a lot of fun. So definitely something to do once in your life. Um, it, Comic-Con is not just about comics. It's really about pop culture in general. Um, so if any of those things I mentioned, even like action movies, like Game of Thrones was going on at the time we were there. So they had, they had a whole panel on that. Um, and then again, my kids in particularly liked the superhero stuff. So a lot of the um, like WB shows that were on at the time, they enjoyed uh, The Flash, that kind of thing. Um, so super fun. Okay, number eight is um, ties back to our Thanksgiving dinner cruise around the Statue of Liberty, and this was attending the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City. So um, I get asked a lot of times, you know, like how do you fly free during the holidays because it's typically very expensive to fly at that time, and I agree, it usually is, but that doesn't mean that you can't happen upon a deal. And we did happen upon a deal over Thanksgiving. It was super cheap points wise for us to fly up to New York City. So I grabbed it and we thought, this is cool. This could be the year we actually go, we check off seeing the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, and we did that and we were able to experience New York City at Christmas. We love New York City a lot. So that's really um, definitely put you in the Christmas spirit to see all of the decorations. We did the Radio City Music Hall, um, Christmas Spectacular. That's really is amazing and super Christmassy um, thing to do. And just to see all the decorations, et cetera. 
Now, in addition to the parade itself, what we did was the night before, you can actually go up where they blow up the balloons around Central Park, and you can watch the balloons being blown up. So that's a really neat thing um, that you might not know about that you can do if you plan to go to the parade. So, um, and it's not as busy um, then, and um, just really a, a unique thing to do definitely a bucket list thing to do. Now, when we went to the parade itself, it was like the coldest Macy's Day, Thanksgiving Day parade ever. <laughs> so we, you could hardly stand outside for very long without literally freezing to death, even though we had brought every coat and glove and scarf that we could. Um, so we ended up staying out there for maybe an hour but it turned out we stayed at the um, Crown Plaza in Times Square, and you could actually see the parade from our room. So, I mean, it was a distance, but we could still see it. And then we went down and, and watched some of the balloons go by close and live in person um, for about an hour until we couldn't stand it anymore and, and then went back up. So, um, again, something that surprised me that um, the deal just came up and we decided to jump on it. And that's a great strategy if you want to stretch your points far and that is a lot of times our strategy we just look for where the deals are places that we haven't been that we're interested in seeing and if it's a good deal right now that's what we're going to do right now and we'll wait till something else has a better deal later on all right number seven is hiking utah's national parks and i've done a whole episode on utah so i won't get into this in too much detail except to say that this for us again to see the landscape of utah very different than than the midwest was really stunning and exciting for our family to see these red rocks and these canyons and these mesas and the sand and desert things we're not used to it felt like another planet to us so that was really different and fun and exciting um, and so we've made two different trips out there one we did bryce canyon and zion national park together and i'll include a link to a video of us hiking in zion national park in the show notes and then we did a second trip last fall where we did um, the other three national parks there's five total we did arches and canyon lands and capitol reef can't recommend Utah highly enough. Um, wonderful experience if you're adventurous, you like to be outdoors, you like to hike. You can even find ancient dinosaur footprints there. Really cool. All right, number six would be the hot air balloon ride that we took in Napa Valley. So never in a million years would I have ever thought I would get on a hot air balloon. Uh, but this opportunity came up and was offered to us and I had promised myself that I won't turn anything down like that um, because you never know um, what it could turn out being. And I, it was amazing. Um, and again, I have a whole video of our balloon flight also that I will share in the show notes. It's on YouTube. Um, but this was really stunning um, to get up early in the morning and to fly over these vineyards um, in a hot air balloon and watch how this thing operates and how the um, pilot has to guide it in order to make it work and how he has to very carefully land it. And the day we flew, it was a super clear day. You could see all the way to San Francisco. Um, and it was just beautiful to look out and see the other balloons in the sky. So really, really an amazing experience that I would highly recommend. Um, and that one really surprised me. But And the company we took our uh, balloon ride with there was Napa Valley Balloons. And then you go back afterward and um, they, have, like, they have a breakfast, I think, before you get on. And then we ended up doing just kind of a separate champagne brunch afterward just for fun. 
Okay, totally different one for number five, and we're we're honing in on number one here, um, but is The Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal. Um, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, and so to actually see that in person was jaw-dropping. Um, I love Disney, but I think this beats the pants off anything Disney even. They really did this one perfectly. You really feel like you are at Hogwarts and you are in Hogsmeade um, and Diagon Alley and all these different places they have there. I love the Hogwarts Express that you can take from London to Hogwarts. That's really fun ride. Um, and we like the original Harry Potter ride there a lot too. It's super fun. Um, we love to go on that every time. It's I love to go through the Hogwarts castle and look at all the things. Again, it really feels like you are in the world of Harry Potter. They got it right down to every detail. Um, so if you like Harry Potter, you will love it. You must go see it. And then I know that my the rest of my family would also say Horror Nights at Universal. So we have done that twice. I am not a big fan of being scared to death, but they seem to enjoy it. And um, I have been in there and participated a little bit. Um, and it is really neat um, what they do in terms of the theatrics and the costumes and the sets and everything are really incredible. So if you don't mind being scared to death, you will um, appreciate the amazing work that goes into Horror Nights. And so again, a fun thing to do at Halloween if that's your kind of thing. All right, number four would be, um, and this one is not technically flying free, but we used points to do this. And this was to see a Cubs game from a suite at Wrigley Field in Chicago. And we did this at the time using Starwood Preferred Guest Points because they would let you book experiences like this with their points. Um, and now that um, has been purchased by Marriott, and you can do similar things. Marriott has um, these experiences too, um, but we did it at the time through Starwood, and there's a Starwood suite at Wrigley Field, so my husband had been to a Cubs game. Um, me and my sons had never been, so our first experience at Wrigley was um, in a suite, a luxury suite um, at the stadium where we had all the food, all the drink that we wanted. We had really, really great seats to see the game. Um, and it ended up being the year that the Cubs won the World Series. So that made it extra special for us. And we um, live in Indianapolis, so Chicago, uh, we're on the northwest side of Indianapolis, so it makes Chicago just about a two and a half hour drive for us. So it's not a bad drive at all. Now, again, you just, that's not something we could have ever done on our own, even if we paid for it, to sit in this special Starwood suite at Wrigley Field, irreplaceable um, in terms of money and um, just a, an amazing experience. All right, number three, this is a fun one. Whenever we travel somewhere, um, particularly to a bigger city, my husband always looks likes to see if there's any uh, musicians, any singers, any comedians that are going to be there that he's interested in or we're interested in that we could go see while we're um, in town. And so we were in New York City, I think, on our way to or from Rome. Um, we, we stopped off there for a few days before we headed over. And so he looked to, we decided to go to the Comedy Cellar, which is a famous comedy club in the village. Um, we like comedy and we love comedians uh, we've seen many many top comedians in person 
So we thought we'd never been there, and that's where a lot of top comedians go to hang out, to practice um, some jokes. Um, a lot of them just stop in here or there that are unexpected. And so um, that night, um, I think David Tell, I think, was the one who was scheduled. My husband really likes him. So we decided to head over, um, and it was super fun because several more ended up showing up um, that were unexpected, again, to just try out some jokes, including Aziz Ansari. You guys probably know him. He's probably probably um, the most well-known of the ones I'm mentioning here. Um, you may know Dave Attell also. And then Jim Norton was the other one. He um, showed up uh, as well. And so just was really fun. It's a very intimate venue too, so you're very up close to these um, comedians. And it was just like one after the next kept coming in. And we were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's this one. So that was really cool. And then um, second to that was we um, went to the American Comedy Club in San Diego. We've been there a couple times. Um, and uh, we ended up getting um, roasted, I should say, or made fun of, which was hilarious, by um, comedian Bobby Kelly. So for some reason, he picked my husband and I out out of the audience. Um, I think he was saying, because we were the oldest there, so we got made fun of for being old, um, which so fun and memorable I loved it <laughs> so um I will never ever forget that and and you know just a just a really funny um memorable experience okay number two um would be actually taking my whole family to Europe um I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be able to afford to take us all there, even just to pay for the flights. Um, didn't think I'd be able to take my husband and I there. Maybe that was something we might be able to do in retirement. And so we ended up with one card sign up. We ended up with 100,000 points. And um, in a future episode, I'm going to talk more about how to fly free to Europe because I'm getting a lot of interest, interest on that from my members right now, particularly for next spring. So we're going to talk more about that. But the way I teach flying free in the families fly free membership is how we did this um, and so we were able to fly all four of us to Europe for about a hundred and four thousand points total and that we signed up for one card got the full bonus and that covered all of us to Europe and so we spent three weeks there and that was just the, the trip of a lifetime for me. Um, we were able to see Paris, we were able to see Tuscany, and we were able to see Dublin. Um, and see things that, in Florence also um, in Tuscany. So we were in Bologna and Florence in Tuscany as well as San Gimignano. And we saw many other small Tuscan towns like Pienza, um, Siena, some of the others. Um, uh, Montepulciano um, was another one. Um, and so just amazing to be able to show my kids and even myself to see things like the Mona Lisa and the Louvre and um, the Statue of David, um, and you know some of these famous sites, you know the um, cathedral in Florence, um, and that famous dome, you know Brunelleschi's dome, uh, the Eiffel Tower. I mean, just on and on and on. You could go of the things that we were able to see. In Notre Dame. I'm so grateful we were able to see Notre Dame before the fire. Um, that we were able to see with our own eyes that our kids are learning about in school or have learned about or will learn about and they actually saw it in person um, is incredible. We were able to go somewhere where we did not speak the language um, and, and survive just fine and I came back um, wanting to learn French and Italian and I've made really good progress on Italian. And we'll do that on a whole other episode because that's one of my passions is learning languages. 
So um, that was just the trip of a lifetime. Um, and all of the work I've done on free travel was worth it just to go on that one trip um, and not have to pay for airfare for any of us. And we could spend our budget on the things we wanted to do and see and eat, you know, so much good food there um, all throughout our trip to Europe. Um, and my husband and I separately did a trip to Rome um, and the Amalfi Coast. And that too was exceptional. Um, as a Catholic, seeing Rome in person um, and the Vatican, and I was able to see Pope Francis, all of that is, um, again, it's priceless. Um, it, you, it, you know, it's invaluable. Um, the ability to see all of this stuff, uh, the Colosseum and, you know, actual, these actual Roman ruins and, and see what they look like um, in person is amazing. Um, and I would highly recommend the tour guy is who we took our tours with in Rome. Um, they were excellent. And um, they also have uh, tours in Paris as well. So give them a little shout out. Um, and they were also did our drive down the Amalfi Coast, which is pretty scary if you try to do that yourself. It's a lot of hairpin turns with one lane roads with tour buses coming through. So we opted to have a driver for that and they um, provided our driver. Um, and it was so enjoyable to be able to look out and enjoy the scenery without fear that we were going to die <laughs> trying to go around a hairpin turn because we knew he knew what he was doing. All right, now we're down to my number one uh, bucket list experience. We're right at about the 30 minute mark. So perfect. And this was seeing Pearl Jam live in Telluride, Colorado. And this was something I never expected. Um, we ended up in Telluride one summer. We have gone to Colorado quite a lot. So we're familiar with um, Vail and Aspen and Beaver Creek um, and the little towns um, in that, Breckenridge, et cetera. But we hadn't ever been down to the southern part of the state. And we decided to just make the drive one year and um, check out Telluride because we'd heard it was very pretty. Um, and it is one of my favorite places on earth. It is absolutely stunning. You are surrounded almost 360 degrees by mountains. Um, and so taking the gondola up from the ski mountain, we always go in the summer, we were there in the summertime, down into the valley is um, absolutely jaw-droppingly stunning. And so we, um, again, my husband was kind of scouting out to see what was going on while we were going to be there. And we discovered that they were having the ride festival, the ride music festival. Well, just when we happened to be there. So he was looking to see, okay, well, who was going to be at the ride festival? Well, Pearl Jam was going to be there while we were there. And he would, you know, was like, oh my gosh, you know, we must go try to see Pearl Jam. There's such a, you know, historic, important band to see and um I can't say that I was a huge Pearl Jam fan at the time I certainly knew their music I really did like Eddie Vedder's voice I liked some of their songs um but I was certainly no raving fan um so we decided to attend this uh one day of the festival and see Pearl Jam and I have to say this was um absolutely magical we were sitting in this beautiful setting um, as the sun was going down, um, listening to Eddie Vedder, who truly does have an incredible voice when you hear it live. I mean, it's good not live, but um, 
breathe is just one of my just breathe is one of my favorite songs of his and that was so so beautiful to hear him sing that live in that incredible setting and it seemed to me that the band too really appreciated and enjoyed where they were and were really having a good time and just the whole feel of the whole thing again was just magical is how I would explain it Um, and it just was one of those things that kind of surprisingly all came together um really without much planning on our part. It just sort of happened at the last minute that we were able to do this. And I know it'll be um, one of the best memories of my life. And I wouldn't have been able to do it if I hadn't been able to fly free to Colorado. So all of these things, um, except the Cubs game, I guess, you know, were things that we did by flying free that we would not have been able to do otherwise. So as you can see, you know, flying free really can open up the world to you and to your family and to your grandkids. You can take what you learn and you can show your other family members and friends how they can do this too. And you can go from taking one trip a year or, you know, a road trip every year to traveling six or more times a year like we do and seeing just everything you can imagine from big cities to theme parks to beaches and beautiful blue waters to the mountains to California, you know, um, and doing these bucket list things like Comic-Con and seeing the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and taking a hot air balloon ride. Um, Amazing things that um, you may not be able to do if you don't figure out how to fly free. So I hope that inspires you with the different types of things that you can do when you're traveling. Of course, do the things like go to the beach and check out the city and all of that, but just open your mind a little bit and think about what are some really cool um, once-in-a-lifetime experiences that we can have that we'll all remember forever. So thanks again for listening. Um, As always, would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review, if you found this inspiring and helpful. And please subscribe if you want to get notified when we have new episodes um, every Tuesday. Uh, And otherwise, I hope you have a great week and we'll see you next week. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Family's Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.